Welcome to the uh, Rusty Chatters podcast. My name is Barry. We have Russell and Spencer, and unfortunately, uh, Michael is not here today. He is out enjoying his honeymoon. Honeymoon. He are, they are spending, um, I think, one month out the states. They're uh, in Lower Puerto Rico. Are they? Um, Picking up trash. Yeah, I thought oh, they yeah. were cleaning the seas from Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's cool. They, they're, over there, they're over there cleaning up after the, the Haiti earthquake, you know, they're, they're, they're yeah. doing their part, They're man. living in the van, not <laughs> using deodorant, living the all-natural hippie life. Yeah, oh, just grabbing yeah. an old pine cone, rubbing up on your yeah. armpits, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Calling it a day. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do in that kind of situation. Yeah, I mean, this is game time decisions you gotta oh, make yeah. here. They got the van with the furry rug that smells like B.O. and cigarettes, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, not yeah. a time. It's like everybody in the car got armpit hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, she got that armpit hair. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a hey, nice got... braid in it, like a little rat tail coming down. You think the tie dye stops at the shirt? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, use your imagination. All right. <laughs> so speaking of our homie Michael, all right, he's on his honeymoon enjoying it. Well, we uh, you know went to his wedding a week ago. Let's give a round of applause for Michael's wedding. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So here's the deal. Oh, you heard the excitement from our uh, studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> so Just so, Matt over there. Yeah. <laughs> our bass player's just chilling on the couch, putting his phone way too close to his face like he always does. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so anyway, so we um, got invited. Him to and my wedding. dad would be best friends, just like looking through their glasses <laughs> like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so Michael made the mistake... Of asking me to be the DJ at his wedding. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you know, DJ, I'm not trying to put out any DJs out there if you make a living doing it, but it's not that hard, people. You got a PA system. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You, get, you got a PA system that's good. You got a play, hell, if you got a phone with Spotify, put that bitch on Do Not Disturbed and hit a playlist. Like, not yeah. too bad. All right. Yeah, just let it roll. Yeah. And every now and then I'd get on there and be like, all right, guys, champagne at 715, whatever. So, again, they bestowed the power of the DJ slash MC slash host. Oh, Russ MC. Russ MC. And I got on the mic and um, made an ass of myself quite a bit. <laughs> and I actually got in, actually got in trouble. So, uh, I'm going to let uh, Spencer explain to you what I was actually doing well, first before of all, I read. First of all, he deboed my pit vipers. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he wanted to put off like this just really like douchey, like, you know, I'm the DJ. I'm the man. He's like, yeah, he did. Look at my pit vipers, you know, type thing. He's like, he's like what, what is at least he had his white pants died? on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 at least he wasn't wearing his white pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was like, you know, was it in a Napoleon Dynamite when he's got the guys, uh, Resquando. He was like, think you want to take a roundhouse kick to the face while I'm wearing these bad boys? <laughs> yeah, like, he was trying to put off that type of energy. So he's up there just bald as fuck, you know, just wearing these pit vipers with like completely removes his eyebrows. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and it was I, a weird sight. And then I started making like um, there were there were certain times of the uh, you know, the reception where I had to make announcements for an event, or I had to call up like, hey, at this time, Michael and his mom have the floor to dance. But I'd get on there and I'm like, up next on the floor, we got Michael and Miss, you know, whatever, and I'd just be hitting the hardcore '80s stripper shock jock voice on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> they they. they Nobody really said much about it. It's like, okay. No, what was so funny is like when we're at the uh, the rehearsal, you know, uh, you threw, like, everybody's just kind of like hanging out doing their thing. And then, like, you threw that pour, that pour some sugar on me or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, up next, we've got Stacy. Come on down, tip your bartenders. Y'all get some <laughs> And all this stuff. And, like, uh, 
Nobody was having it then. No, 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 no. I turned around and I saw Esther's mom just bust out laughing. She's just like, she's just like, uh, so Esther she's just is- like, she's like barely, she's like a, she's a Korean lady. You know, she's, she's like, speaks, doesn't speak English the best, but she understands what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so I just turned around and saw her do like bust the hell out laughing. I was like, dude, that's what's up. That's what so, I'm talking so about. No, she was super cool. No, no, she uh, was Esther's super mom cool. Was super fucking cool. So, yeah, so, I love Esther's mom. So, she was such a nice so lady. Michael is. Uh, she Esther kept getting is, me and Russell confused. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Esther is uh, Michael's uh, wife. wife now. So that's um that's the context here to so know what's going on. But here here's the part where I started getting in trouble a little bit. All right, so that was all fun and games during the. Uh, the day before the rehearsals, and so then, um, then what happened is I got the idea to um, to make advertisers or sponsors for the uh, event, <laughs> but I was gonna make them really like fucked up and funny. So when people hear it, they're like, "Wait, what?" And uh, so I'm just gonna pretend like everybody that's listening right now, and pretend you're sitting in a <laughs> in a wedding reception, right? It's super quiet, sort of awkward because you're meeting all these people you don't know, and like I didn't know a whole lot of people there besides my. And it's like friends. you hear the cha cha slide on, you know, yeah. and you're sitting there and like so kind of vibing. Before, before we actually got to the actual dancing part of it, you know, you got the reception. It's really chill. The music is at a very dim volume, right? Everyone's eating, just yeah, yeah. having a couple of drinks, but enjoying themselves. But when I get on the mic, everybody fucking hears me. It's like, you know what's going on. So th- imagine this. You're sitting there eating your fucking food, and this is me. I get on the mic, and I go... And I was nervous doing this, but I was like, sometimes I psych myself up and tell myself I have to do things, and I had to do it. <laughs> so it's kind of like, sometimes I peer pressure myself. <laughs> kind of like when you're in high school, and the kid's like, come on, man. Just throw the toilet paper all over her house, man. Like me, I have a dude that does that inside of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm nervous. I shouldn't do this. I'm like, fuck it. And then I get up there. I'm like, all right, guys. Let's hear a word from our sponsors today. Morty's Colwins. We'll pick up your deceased loved one and place their <laughs> casket in an exclusive party bus. We'll show them a final night on the town before they're in the ground. It's BYOB, <laughs> then straight to sleep, six feet deep. Morty's Collins is not responsible for any missing limbs or organs of your deceased loved one. No refunds, no exceptions. <laughs> and so I said that the first time. Oh, my and, God. And, and, and there was some... Some Me and Weston and Barry, we hilarious. just all like busted out laughing. It was fucking hilarious. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I look back and Esther's over there at the stand. Like, like, <laughs> so so I, I did that the first time and Esther didn't really know what was going on. And, um, you know, then... Uh, I was told, like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do the thing again. I was like, God damn it, I got to get one more out. So I end up doing another one, and after I did it, this uh, girl come up to me, and she was one of the bridesmaids. And she was not very friendly, first of all, but she comes up to me and she goes, hey, if you do another one of your sponsors, me or you and you are going to have a problem. And I was like, (laughs) wait a minute, are you like big boy and me at the playground right now? This is like (laughs) straight up, like, I'm about to take you out back after school type of vibe. And I'm like, you need to relax. But um, so this what, is what was the second one? So this is the second. One. This one's not as clever, but I had to I had funny ones and I had to space them out, right? You don't put all your zingers close back <laughs> together. Mm-hmm. So this one was nice and easy, kind of subtle, but not really subtle. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's like this is why I read. Bose Shaft Shop, a state-of-the-art mechanic shop that comes to you. Don't bother working on your own tires. Prove to your nagging wife that you really are handy. Don't get called at home servicing yourself. Call Bo's Shaft Shop. And that was the one that actually... Well, see, well, see you, you've had like an ad-lib to it. It's is like... Um, it is like... Damn, what'd you say? You said something about like... Uh, 
Oh, don't get caught. It's like you, you having trouble, you know, trying to fix that shaft at the house yeah. or something like that. <laughs> or something like that. And then it's like, don't get called at home, you know, servicing your own shaft, you know, yeah, or something yeah, like something that. Like, and and was, I was like, dude. Yeah, that one was a little aggressive, I must say. Yeah, but, but it was um, great. So that was one of them. So here's the ones I didn't get to. And there's only a couple. But I think you guys will enjoy it. And what I'll do for the podcast, instead of just cranking them all out, I'll actually stop us during the podcast, and I'm going to do it like I would have did at the wedding. So, oh, yeah. yeah so, like, if you really enjoyed that bit, yeah, you'll yeah, enjoy yeah. our next sponsor. So, yeah, so, yeah. So here's one more before I start plugging them the right way. So here it was. Hi, everybody. Here's a word from our sponsors. CSI BNB. Ever wanted to stay at a crime scene that's still hot and fresh? We'll pull the yellow tape aside, rinse off that chalk, and provide a vacation spot for you and the kids. Stay at homes, schools, and churches during active crime scene investigations. So grab some bleach and some fresh sheets, and it's yours for the weekend. So that one, that one's a little distasteful, but let me tell you. <laughs> anyway. No, uh, that turned good. out pretty good. It, it sucks they weren't down for it, because I know... I mean, I know if it was like my wedding, I would not give a fuck. Like, make it as happy as, you know, like, let's say some funny shit. Let's make it happen. You know what I mean? Let's well, see, it's my day at the end of the day, like mine and my yeah, wife. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, f- fuck everybody else in the crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, which weddings are, you know, designed not really for the couple. The, you know, more for not, the family. It, it's all about the family. It's like you're trying mm. to please everyone else around you. So, you know, you're, you're cutting back your liquor. And well, I all know you want to drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You, know, you, you, you can't doing be stuff. throwing up on your mother-in-law's blouse, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, obviously. Bear, you're containing yourself going to work every day. You're trying to drink liquor, you know what I'm saying? No, man. You're, you're, you're holding back every day, man. No. My man gets... <laughs> my man wakes up about to go to the gym. He's trying to crack a cold, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't. Dude, man, I only drank four man. beer yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're just trying to shit on this man right oh, now. Not because I needed to, because I wanted to. <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference. It's like, you know, alcoholics feel like they need to. <laughs> Barry just wants to. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, <laughs> but but overall, I want to crack another one. <laughs> but overall, the wedding was pretty. It went pretty well and all. And um, let me tell you, uh, there was one time I got a little, little crazy, man. Um, if you guys ever seen the movie Wild Hogs, I think we referenced it one time. There's that scene where it pans to the dude and he's got the mic and he's like, "Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me?" And yeah, he's like, like Kyle Gas on there. Yeah, yeah. So I had. I really wanted to do something like that, and it was. It just felt right. So like. <laughs> When there was some people outside taking pictures, I think Esther and Michael were outside. I was like, all right, this is the perfect time to do it. I grabbed the mic, and I put on Sugar by Maroon 5, but the karaoke version, and I just started hitting it, and everybody's like, what the fuck? And I'm, <laughs> yeah, up, there, like, I'm up there with the fucking pits on, just gy- <laughs> yeah. gyrating. They're like, what the fuck? I thought it was good, dude. I thought it was, good it was really good, man. It it was- <laughs> yeah, I thought it made it a better time. Yeah, it did make it a lot better time. I was like, Because I'm be honest with you. I felt like I got like gypped a little bit on this wedding because like we was all talking about, hey, we're gonna have karaoke at the wedding, we're gonna have a great time and all this stuff. Never had one bit of karaoke. Yeah, because all there was only like six of us even out there dancing, besides and, some little it kids. Is, who it's, didn't funny, count. it's funny because Michael's dad came up and you could tell he's a little disappointed. He's like, "Hey, man, what you guys doing over here, man? Yeah. <laughs> like, having fun, man? Turn the fuck up." Yeah, you know, and he's just like, "All right, man. Well, here, here's a song request." I was like, "All right, I better get on that now. I'm getting a little wild." Yeah, what, what did he request? I can't remember what it was. It was a uh, Ed Sheeran song. I forget. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah his wife like dance across. Thinking the What's the name of that fucking song? I don't know. You sound like Eric Carter. Listeners, write in. Tell us what this song yeah, is. Yeah, thinking out loud. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, listeners, de- decipher that. To your best. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But no, all in all, it was a really good weekend. I had a great it time. Was, it was great and then time. fucking. Oh, well, well, honestly, the best part of the weekend 
was the night before. So we all stayed together in a uh, in an Airbnb. It was me, Ru- <laughs> me, Russell, Michael, Barry, Weston, uh, uh, Michael's brother Andrew, uh, his cousin and Dick. Yeah, his cousin Cooper and Dick. Yeah, Richard. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll yeah. call him Dick for the remainder of this podcast. Now, Richard was a cool dude, man. Yeah, he was a cool guy, man. He got thrust into something he wasn't ready for. No, no, he was not. No, he, he was, was not. not. Ready for him. But so, yeah, so we ended up, we asked Michael, you know, it's like, hey, you know, what do you want to do? You know, it's your last night, you know, before you're a married man, you know, what do you want to do? You want to go out downtown Pensacola or you want to chill out here with the boys, let's, you know, have some battle raps, let's have a good time. And so, sure enough, Michael was like, you know what? I'm having a good time. Let, let's stay here. We're going to stay here, drink, play ping pong. Uh, play some uh, card games and, and what have you, do some rapping. Let's just do it and have a good time. And so sure enough, we did. We started having a good time. We started getting drunker and drunker. And then here comes Weston hopping in. <laughs> and Weston, little did we know, when we were at the uh, the rehearsal dinner. Oh, I know. You were But I, I mean, I was sitting, I, you were the buffer between me and him. And so I was kind of like minding my own over here trying to deal with Russell. And uh, so we're at this super nice uh, steakhouse that his his uh, step his his that Michael's family had uh, rented for the occasion. I don't know how much money she spent on that place, but that was amazing. They had like a three course dinner with uh, the so best I, cheesecake you ever fucking dude. Ate the life. best cheesecake on the planet. The oh best. my god! And Russell didn't order his, and I would have ate it if he did. And he just was yeah, like, I, I don't eat sugar. I'm like, dude, just fucking order the shit. <laughs> yeah, just order it, Where's man. Every geek and then itching. Hey man, dude, hey, it hey. was. The bomb diggity. That that cheesecake, it was like a blueberry cobbler cheesecake. Oh. And it was... Insane. It was to die for. Yeah, but anyway, so the whole time we're there, you know, they had the bar available and they had drinks and stuff like that. And little did we know that Wes ended up ordering one of every drink they served. Literally. Just literally, literally. Going he down uh, the fucking yeah, he, he literally tried all their specialty drinks after drinking about three or four counting. Crown yeah, yeah like three or four crown of cokes to like get himself going. It's like old diesel engine. You got to start off soft. Go ahead and, and give you. A, go ahead and give you a time. Six o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, six point. o'clock okay. in the afternoon. <laughs> well, it's evening at that point. After five, it's evening. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, but anyways. So, <laughs> so sure enough, you know, like he kind of does that under the radar, and you figure, you know, you eat this big steak and all this other food, you know, you kind of level out a little bit. But he's a married man. He's got kids. He don't get to drink that often with the boys, and when he does, he goes fucking hard. <laughs> so. So we get back to the house, you know, we hang out, do whatever, you know, we start bullshitting around, bullshitting around. We're just giving them beer, give them a beer here, yeah, beer there. Yeah, playing ping pong, we're playing, taking a couple shots of vodka. Yeah, we're not, we're not thinking nothing about it. We're you not, know? we're not going that hard, but we're all kind of drunk. Yeah, we're getting pretty drunk, but like it wasn't like I think, egregious. I think, I think there's like what about seven of us, I guess. Russell doesn't drink. Yeah, um, and Russell ended up drink. calling it a night at like eleven o'clock, ten o'clock. o'clock, yeah. 10 o'clock. I was tired, man. Yeah. And um. But I think we had what two cases of beer and a twelve pack or something like that. So like we had a lot of beer, but we dr- we drank it all. Yeah, we ended up drinking everything in the <laughs> and house the, and that like that fifth vodka. But we, you know, that's the size point. Well, anyway, and so you know we're all hanging out. We start playing, you know, Captain Dickhead. Some uh, some uh, well actually before we started that we, we was doing our battle rapping and stuff like that, weren't we? Was it was that no, first? Battle, I think we battle rap. No. No, no, we no. It was in between. I think. It was in between. So we started playing, and then we just decided, you know, hey, let's let's do some rapping for a while. So we all kind of started rapping at each other, you know, just having a good time. Then me and Barry got they ended up putting us, putting us against each other, and it became a very, very personal attack <laughs> uh, type of uh, battle rap. It, it, it was pretty bad. Like if it was anybody else, like saying this shit to each other, <laughs> they would like, be fighting. Like, yeah, oh, it, it was it was sucker on sight. All day yeah. for the shit we were saying. Eyes like, closed, head back. Yeah. Eyes closed, head down, just over the top. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> Just man. losing your mind. 
Uh, it's so bad. I don't even want to repeat it to you guys, man. It, it, it was bad. I remember. I remember Hilarious. It's like, oh, you're insecure because you're hiding your hairline. Oh, it's like, dude, relax. Oh, and you're depressed from your whole upbringing. All right. I, th- I think one of the one of the stupidest stupidest ones I said, which is this is kind of fucked up. But, you know, obviously, you know, Barry has, you know, been in the military and he did him a tour and I started making fun of like it wasn't real and all this stuff like that. It's like his PTSD is not real. It's just, it was it P- it's not PTSD, PTSD dick and it's like <laughs> stupid shit yeah, <laughs> stupid, just saying stupid shit and I, we started going in on each other's families uh, he said like my dad doesn't really love me he just used me for labor and shit like that yeah. and I was like well, the bad thing was they're all like not far from the truth <laughs> yeah we just barely exaggerate the truth yeah, yeah, that thing, I think that's really what made it hit so hard it was like man this, this is me, me and you thought it was funny but everyone else around us was like ooh, ooh. Yeah, everybody was like oh. and then Rich, Richard never hung out with us before he's like oh fuck <laughs> like, yeah yeah Richard got a nice little lesson in me and uh and Barry and Spencer that night. Yeah. Holy so, so this fuck. is what we've said before, man. We're we're close friends. We love each other for our flaws and our you know all that. So we don't we don't mind you know. But when you throw an outsider in the mix and they see the way we go at it, they're like, dude, are they about to fight right now? Or what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like it, every, every line that we said was fighting words. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like legit fighting and, words. And we well, we're about it. trying to win the battle, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is competition at that point, so you got to go for the next. I think you won. I yeah. <laughs> but, but I said something that was like super fucked up and funny, though. But you were just went super deep. I think it's what made you win. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, yeah. man. But kind of, that's that just a little bit of a side note, just kind of like leading up to the night and just kind of giving you a gradual like perspective of what's going to happen. Weston's sitting right next to us. He's having a good time. He's laughing. He's, you know, whatever. He even rapped a little bit. He had like one or two lines. Just said Richard. Yeah. They didn't want to because they were both. Yeah, because they were both like, just, nah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But anyway, and so, um, so we get back to playing Captain Dickhead. And, uh, you know, we're drawing our cards, you know, doing the little this, a little bit of that, what have you. It's fun. And I remember specifically, this is when I knew like, Okay, Weston's really off the rails. First of all, he like spilled a drink or something like that, and he had to clean it up, and he was all like stumbling. He's like, "No, no, guys, I'll clean up my mess. Don't worry, Michael. Don't you know, you sit back down." He's like, "I got it." As he's like bumping into the counter and all this other shit, like tripping over himself, <laughs> belligerent, like, belligerent as fuck, just trying to operate a broom and dustpan was like just like just like trying <laughs> to watch trying to sweep up water. It was as, <laughs> it was as stressful as watching open heart surgery. It, you it, know? It's <laughs> like when you watch a cartoon and there's an octopus doing all kind of different things with his tentacles painting yeah. a portrait he's calling somebody on the phone and Weston's over here just bumbling stumbling fucking belly bumping yeah. the fucking counter yeah, yeah, yeah. he had his shirt off at this point <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so like I said we started getting back to playing Captain Dickhead and this is how I knew like dude this dude just just loves to drink like this is just this dude's an alcoholic he when he wants often. to be he don't do it often but when he wants to he's going hard so like I forget which number card you draw, okay? So Weston's sitting to the right of me. He's at the end of this table, and it's over here. Andrew, he's sitting at the other end of the table. And he's uh, he's the person that drew the card this time. I don't remember what the number is. It but was you, Waterfall. It was 10. No, no, no. It wasn't Waterfall. This this is the thing. So he draws the one where you like, uh, everybody plays by different rules, but this is the particular card where like, you know, last person to have their, thum- th- have their thumb on the table has to drink. And so I'm looking towards Andrew because he's the the game leader at this point. So we all put our thumbs on the table and I pan right here to my right and I look. Wes is not even playing the game anymore. He's just sitting back in his chair and he had Andrew's flask turned all the way up (laughs) just drinking this straight up like uh, whiskey or something that he had in that flask. Wes is not even playing the game just ah. He looks like a hamster getting water out of the Yeah, he's getting every last damn drop out of that flask like his life depended on it. And he was like just like that. 
obviously he had to drink anyway, so we just let him do it. But I was like, <laughs> God damn, like he's over here just just drinking just to drink. And so as the game progresses, you know, he's over there just kind of to himself, giving a little a little bit of that. And then, uh, and sure enough, he's like, "Oh, dude, hold on." I was like, what? He's like, I'm going to go take a piss. And I'm like, all right. So he stands up, goes to the bathroom. He's in there, shirt off and everything, pants just about around his ankles. You know, like like kindergartner <laughs> piss, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a big boy, too. Yeah, it was a big boy that. now. And But, you know, doing it with the door wide open. We're, we're close. We're friends. You know, whatever. And so... And so, I don't know what the point of this was. I never... There was never really any resolving this, but he was like, Spencer! And like, he's like, dick out, pissing in the toilet. Spencer! And I was like, yo, what's up, man? And he just like looks at me and just goes back to pissing. I was like, all right, man. Cool. Uh, <laughs> feel better, man? And I was like, all right. And I was like, he's like, do you need me or something? He's like, mm. Mm. Like, just, he's just like out of it. Just like, doesn't even know what's He's unblacked out at this point. He don't remember any of this. And so, sure enough, he's like, oh, I think I got to throw up. And I was like, well, don't go in the fucking bedroom. By this time, he's in the bedroom. No, 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 no. You were going to talk about him like, because after he chugged all that liquor, like, <clears throat> it gets around to his turn, and then he busted the beer can, and Captain Dick had him like, dude, you don't have to chug that beer. Like, one of us will chug that beer. And, like, he goes to, he's like, no, it's fine. He's like, got, got, he's like, well, I'm fine, guys. He's like, I'll, I'll drink this beer. Yeah, we had to cut him off. And, we and then, off the like, game. no, man. So he, like, he goes in the kitchen, and, like, obviously, if anybody's ever chugged a beer, like, you shotgun the beer, like, is like, you know, you crack the top of it because you put cards into it, and the one who cracks, who's, who, like, literally makes the, you know, the camp, you know, is the one who's chugged the beer. It's just how it goes. You put your card in there, and if you're the one who does it, that's how you, that's how the game goes. It's a fun game. And, uh, well, he does it, like, right after he got done, like, chugging all that alcohol. And we're like, dude, you don't have to drink that, man. It's cool, man. One of us will do it. You know, no big deal. So like, no, I'm good, guys. I'll do it. And then, um, like, he's just sloppy as fuck. Like, instead of, like, grabbing a knife or, like, you know, just something like puncture a hole in the, in the side of the can, grabs a fork and just stabs it. Like, you know, perfect four holes inside the beer can, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cracks the top, chugs it down, and, like, throws it in the sink, turns around and stabs the fucking closet door with the fork. Yes, yes. <laughs> Airbnb. Yeah, that's Airbnb. Just stabs the fucking door with the fork. Marking that and shit. And just, like, like laughs his fucking ass off. Like, yeah, oh, fuck. Like, oh, like, shit. Damn, dude, I'm Michael's like, stressing damn. fucking, like, he's over there fucking, that's, just, like, fidgeting, like, oh, this, this is my Airbnb. <laughs> that's, that's about as knuckle dragon caveman as you can get and right there momentarily <laughs> after that he started throwing up very heavy yeah well so like he like <laughs> walks into the bedroom that i was staying in and so you know it was going to be like we were staying in yeah it was supposed to be me and barry and him like uh, me and barry was going to share the bed and he was going to have you know the bottom bunk of the bunk bed and uh he goes in there and he's like oh fuck it's about to happen so we quickly grab grab a trash can and he just gets to fucking up chucking, man, and just chucks and chucks. Dude, he threw up on the floor and was scraping it on the bed like we wouldn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. And so he dude, just smelled so fucking bad. And both our tuxedos were hanging up in the closet. Dude, <laughs> and so this is about three o'clock in the morning. It's about three o'clock in the morning at this I, point. I can't handle it. I'm just like in there, like, Ooh, oh, that was the funniest shit. So, like, I'm in there, like, babysitting Wes and hanging out. It's not that big of a deal to me. Throw up doesn't bother me. Like, it bothers me. It like people. shit. We had a bunch of wings earlier at two in the night. Like, oh, like yeah. what, what Weston ordered, like, 80 wings. He was drunk off his ass. Ordered, like, 80 wings to the house. <laughs> no, we crushed all them wings up. We, we, we had them all, hey, but. And it was funny because, like, 
Barry walked in there. He's like, "Oh shit, I gotta get a shower. I've gotta you know get my charger. I'm not sleeping in this room. I gotta you know do all this, this, that, and the other." And so he goes in there to get his bag, and and Weston's just like just jamming his fingers down his throat, right? Just trying, he's like leaning his fat ass off the bed <laughs> and everything like that. It's like his pants are like just kind of like touching. Let me paint the picture. He's like a big old helpless baby sweating. <laughs> and he's just like, Harry is fucking Yeah, big hairy baby. You Dude, know? He's, he's, he's a fucking bar of soap with hair on. <laughs> <laughs> a big ass fucking block with hair. He's just, he's just rolling around, making noises, body fluids everywhere. I'm like, Dude, you need to relax. And he's and like, sweating. He's yeah. like Danny DeVito in Philadelphia, just like busting out the couch. Yeah, busting out. Anyway, and so he's sitting there jamming his fingers down his throat, and then Barry comes there. He's like, "Hey guys, I got to get my." Uh, uh, uh. I was just like, "Barry, get the fuck out!" He's like, "No, man, I just got." Uh, uh, uh. And like, it was funny. Is like Barry's like whole face and like skull got really long. Like that's how hard he was like dry heaving. He was like, uh, like, like lips are all the way out here, just like not happening. And he's just like. <laughs> I was like, dude, get the fuck out of Looking here, like man. Looking like that damn camel on the cigarette box. Yeah, boy. dude. Oh, just dude, camel dude Spencer slept in there all night, too. Like, throw up on the floor and everything. Dude, it was hot there, too. And man. what was funny, you know, you know what's like, we didn't find this out till well, they didn't find out the next day, so so Sally calls Weston while he's sitting there throwing up, right? That's his wife. That's his wife. Yeah, because he wanted her, he wanted us to call her or something like that. Well, we'll see, <laughs> I ended up calling her, but the thing is, so she called him, you know, while he's sitting there throwing up, and I hear his phone ringing. Here's phone ringing. I'm like, well, where's your fucking phone? He's like, uh, uh, no, uh, you know, just like going to town. Yeah. So I figured, ah, he's probably he's got it under his belly. He's laying on it. Whatever. I don't even think nothing about it. I'm like, whatever. So I end up calling Sally and you know talking to her, letting her know what's up and blah blah blah. You know, so we go on about our night. So by the but side note, also Weston was dry heaving f- for two and a half hours. Yes, he didn't nonstop. I don't know if he. I don't know when he stopped, but I ended up passing out at five thirty that morning. And he was still just going about, <laughs> and just, just constantly just dra- jamming his fingers down his throat. And we when, we when we saw him yesterday, so we were at the studio yesterday. We'll get to this later, but and he's like eyes are bloodshot, still, still. And I was like, dude, what is wrong with your eyes? What happened? He was like, it's from throwing up last weekend. I was like, God damn, dude, <laughs> dude. But anyway, and so so eventually, like you know, I end up passing out. You know, we wake up the next day. Weston has to go get an IV. No, no, hold on, hold on. Oh, because well, well, I'll just because- I'll get to just this one quick thing. Uh, they whenever we got to the wedding the next day. No, no, no. This they, is before that because Weston had our room. But, but this, is just, this is just about about the phone. Just just real quick side mm-hmm. note about the phone. He ended up. They ended up finding his phone. He didn't have it all the next morning. They ended up finding it whenever they went back to the house after he got an IV uh, to clean up the mess he made and all that. It was under the throw up. It was in the trash can under the throw up. Oh, oh. Had to work for that fucking yeah. Man. Yeah, oh. that's where it was. Because I heard it ringing. I was like, where, where is this thing at? That's disgusting. All you heard, all you heard was, all you heard is, ring, you look down, oatmeal-covered phone right there. Because the it, it, obviously it sounded muffled. And, and, it was muffled, and, 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 so I figured it was just like under his body. And oh, I'm, I'm dude, not all that hot wing and buffalo, right? On just all that, just stomach <laughs> acid and okay. all that. But anyway, Let's get back to what you were saying, now. Barry. Go ahead what you're saying. Oh, dude, because like, so R- Russell and Michael were going to sleep in the bed together. Because me, me... Me, literally, me, Spencer, and uh, Weston. Weston all have 
which we don't know if Spencer has it yet, but we all snore really bad. Me and me and Weston definitely have sleep apnea, and we're snoring loud as fuck. Like, you don't want to be in a room with us. <laughs> we can all pass the fuck out and just live with it. Ain't that yeah. big of a deal. But. Yeah, but like, Spencer's a loud snore. I'm a loud snore. And Weston needs a machine. I need a machine, but it's not here yet. But um, there's been a recall. They all got recalled because they caused cancer. Yeah, a little cancer causing. But um, so I decided, so you know what, fuck it. I'm going to sleep between Russell and Michael in like this king size bed in this bedroom. It might have been a king. It might have been a queen. It was but a king. It was big enough. It, it, it was like, so I get in there and it was already kind of hot that night. But I'm like in between them, like we're all sharing a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, you know, and obviously, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but like the less clothes you have on, the hotter it gets. Yeah. Like cl- clothes will restrict some of your body heat, but we're all in our underwear just fucking nut button it. <laughs> and, um, you know, just, just enjoying our lives, you know? And at some point in the night, like, Weston gets up, I guess, to go take a piss or whatever he was doing. He went up to get a piss. Like, like six in the morning. Dude, butt-ass naked. He, he was butt-ass naked. Oh, yeah, speaking G- of that. Gets on the foot of our bed like all stray dog. And just, like, n- not only, like, he lays down on the bed and he's, like, realizes he doesn't have a blanket. And instead of, like, getting up and realizing he's in the wrong room, he just, like, keeps snatching the blanket off of us. I woke up and I was like, why the fuck Weston over there? And, like, he, like, grabs our foot blanket, like, down there by our feet. And it's like, puts it over and just, like, goes to sleep. Now, not only did he put it, he put it around his shoulders like a cape and aggressively <laughs> threw his shoulder in and just pushed and took that fucker with him. He's like, he's like, and I'm just like, dude, get the fuck out of here, dude. You make yeah. it, dude. And he's just, like, sitting there. And we walked in. Like, literally, I walk in. He, I wake up because I'm a pretty light sleeper generally, and I wake up and I see Weston dicking balls right there, my, like fucking three feet from me. He's like, "Oh shit, man!" And that's the first thing I say. He's like, "Oh my god!" And he fucking puts his hand on his dicking balls, sits on the fucking bed, rolls in the cover, and just like goes to sleep. just being a nuisance, man. Like, well, what's funny about it is like Michael got so pissed off about because Weston obviously curled, number one he curls up in the bed and does all this other shit. Then he gets to snore, and Michael's like, "Fuck this!" He ends up going to sleep with Andrew and Cooper. So, so it's funny but, because like now you have three snores have migrated <laughs> to other parts of the house, just infecting the whole house like a virus <laughs> oh, and, and, and then Russell wakes up probably what, your alarm goes off what 8 o'clock yeah and then like it was so hot in there because we got four big ass bodies in this fucking room <laughs> and like Weston's naked fucking you know what I mean it's like dude I was like I don't want to be in this bed anymore <laughs> and then like Russell's like I'm gonna go to the gym I was like oh, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna drink some water I don't know what I'm gonna do and then I'm like you know what fuck it I'm gonna go on a jog which I felt very nauseated just from like drinking all that night I was like oh if I go on a run I'll throw up and I'll feel better yeah, I wasn't gonna put my finger down my throat. And I started running down this neighborhood, which um was a pretty fucking rough neighborhood. Well, see, yeah. I didn't I didn't know that you went jogging that morning. Yeah, I, I went jogging. I, I probably ran two miles that morning. Damn. But um, I mean, it, it was a pretty rough neighborhood. It was actually um like uh like the Section Eight homes. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, like so it was, it was a little sketchy. You know what I mean? I'm like jogging to the house like the area, and I, was, like, I saw the sign. I was like, oh shit, you know, you know, ha- housing, you know, whatever it was, government housing. Yeah, or- yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> and, uh, you don't want to stop I, stand like, stand too still in this place. Yeah, yeah. I'm like jogging around. You know, I mean, I mean, they had like sidewalks and everything everywhere. So I'm like jogging around, just having a good time, having my phone in my hand, like just playing music, and um, like jogging past this one house. Like there, you know, you know, there's just random prosthetic leg in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm like, huh? What the fuck? <laughs> That's at the point where I would knock on the door. Hey man, I got knock some on questions. It with the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some questions about this fucking uh, thing. I, wa- I wanted to steal it. 
I was like, man, I steal that leg, man. We can all take shots out of it later. <laughs> oh, frosty uh, shots, dude. <laughs> frosty shots. Oh, no. <laughs> oh that would fucking wild at the wedding. Just fucking bust that bitch out. Just yeah, fucking fist bumping with it. Fist bumping with the leg. Yeah, man. Let's go. And, uh, all right, so I, so I hit the lab, and I come back around. I see the leg again. I took, you know, that time I got on the Snapchat story for the guys. And uh, <laughs> Our Snapchat's wild, boy. <laughs> and, uh, well, r- right after that, like, I'm passing, like, there's this gas station on the corner. And, and me do all right, dude, it's like nine... Like eight forty five, nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like jogging by, and there's like this old guy. Man, he's got two big butt ices in his hand. And like when I jog at the park, you know, if someone's in front of me, I'm, he's got two what? Two butt ice, butt ices, like the strong, nasty Budweisers. Oh, but okay, but, but ice. ice. Yeah, okay, Bud Light ice. Yeah, okay, yeah, the cheap ones. <laughs> oh god, the cheap strong ones. And um, he's he's like right in front of me. And generally, when I jog at the park, I'm like. You know, if anybody's in front of me, I might I have my headphones in or whatever. I'm in might be loud as fuck. Like, hey, hey, well, excuse me. You know, what yeah, I mean? it's like everybody <laughs> know, but like, you know, I have my phone in my hand. I was like, oh, excuse me, sir. Like, obviously, he don't have no headphones in or nothing like that. He's drinking his beer. And uh, <laughs> at eight thirty in the morning, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, so I, like I go to pass him on like on the right, and he like turns, looks at me with the the, the other beer in his hand. He's like, uh, 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 and, like, like starts like lifting up higher, like gonna beat me with it. I was like, don't. I was like, don't do it, man. I was like, don't do it. And I was like, keep jogging. I was like, I was like. He's about to fucking beat me in the chest with that. This is, this is probably why that happened. Blair, what Barry is blaring some fucking Parkway Drive in his headphones at hearing shit. And he's like, No, no, I, I was playing it out loud on my okay, phone. Yeah, so Barry is oh, standing. Okay. That's <laughs> even more off putting. It's just coming up behind you. And so then this big old swole dude comes running this at This weird you. Doppler effect breakdown comes through. And then Barry probably didn't realize how hard he's talking. He's kind of tired. So in Barry's mind, he's just like, Hey, what's up, man? But it's really like, Hey, What's up, man? You know, and it's like, and he's like, ah, ah, and he's like freaking because you're like big old sweaty dude. The straw come barreling at you, you know, bald nonetheless, bald, bald with a beard covered in tattoos. Yeah, he's like this guy straight off fucking cell block D coming back to get some revenge, man. He's in the right neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, man. it was funny. See, Weston was telling me about like his thought process, like whenever he like. Oh, oh, but before that, like... Speaking so- of which, that's a good time for our sponsors. <laughs> All right. So... If you enjoyed that last segment, that segment enjoyed was brought that to last you. Segment. So, Weston, kids, he's a party animal at heart. We understand. So, here's the plug, word from our sponsors. Tired of having those needy kids on the weekend? Ever wish you could just drop them off at the fire department and own the night with your single friends? <laughs> we, we have the solution. Chunky Sleezes is a classy gentleman's club complete with a ball pit, arcade, and jungle gym to <laughs> occupy those brats while you make it rain. <laughs> while the lovely ladies are waiting for their dance, they'll monitor your kids for the length of the song. So bring, <laughs> so bring your rugrats and your dollar bills. Chunky Sleezes, exit 17 by the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> all right, so, all right. All right, continue. <laughs> well, thank you for that. But anyway, so I remember, like, while I was laying there, right, see, Weston's in his own world. He's over there, like I said, jamming his finger down his throat. And I look over, like, I'm just trying to play on my phone, just trying to stay awake, just trying to, like, not mind it, not paying any attention, just make sure he doesn't die. It's shit, man. No, it was terrible. <laughs> I was just, like, so I'm just trying to make sure I, I don't die, or make sure he doesn't die, you know, because I'm a good friend. And uh, next thing I know, like I said, he doesn't, he doesn't know what's around him. He doesn't understand where he is. All he knows is his belly hurts and he has to get rid of what's inside. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, uh, and so I start looking at him. Now, like, remember, like, this is part of, I guess, how he got naked. 
But, you know, he's sitting there just all like big bellied out and everything like that. You know, no shirt and all that stuff, barely having pants on. And I start looking over there and he just kind of starts trying to like ease his pants off, like in the bed. And I was like, I was just watching him and he's just sitting there just like, just like fat man, just trying to curl up, just like gets right down to like, like bottom part of the butt cheek, a little bit of like, like side gooch hanging out. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, hey, man, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, mm, uh, mm. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he's back at it. I'm like, God damn, dude. <laughs> so just, he's sitting there trying to make himself at home, he's man. He's constricted, man. And, and Weston went so ham the night before. This is how, Weston's the type of dude, he just goes to ham. And he has such a supportive, loving wife. She's always like bailing him out of these situations. <laughs> well, see, he's an only child, yeah, yeah. so he's always got that safety net. It's like he can do no wrong. He gets all yeah. the Christmas presents he wants. So, so, it doesn't matter. so it's funny because he goes so hard in the paint the night before. We're all getting ready for the wedding and all this, and Weston's like, "Hey, I gotta go get one of these IVs <laughs> to get some fluids back in me before the wedding starts." He's like, "I can't, I late. can't hold down anything." So his fucking wife is a champ, and she's sitting there by his side in the morning. She doesn't say a word. She's not judging him. She's been here before, right? Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's just sitting there. And she's like sitting there, comforting, kind of rubbing his leg. And he's just, <laughs> and he's just hanging out, just she's, making them low, low growl, yeah. like burly boy noises, yeah. just like. <laughs> 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 she bails him out, takes him to get a fucking uh, IV. And yeah, that man went to the fucking doctor. And every man. time we have a big trip, man, that dude's winding up at the hospital somehow. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but... Breaking his ankle or fucking... But, like I was saying, is like, when he was telling me, like, the next day, like, like with his thought process stuff, he's like, he remembers, like, yeah, I got up to take a piss, you know, so I go in there, do my thing, and then I walk out, don't really know where I'm at, and then next thing you know, I walk into Russell and, and Barry's room... Don't remember how I got there, but I was just like, why am I sleeping in here? Like, he's like standing up, like butt ass naked, standing in the door, like all ominous, like, just like, <laughs> just, like <laughs> just hovering, just hovering in the bed and watching him sleep, man. <laughs> he's like watching people sleep. And you got to remember, he's, he's, he's super drunk. So, so his thought process is a lot slower than mine and yours. You know, we can have like 12 different thoughts in the blink of an eye. You know, but he's having all 12 of them thoughts in like a minute of the piece, you know. So, he, <laughs> and so, like, he's just sitting there, like, in his head, just standing there, like Michael Myers, but naked, you know. <laughs> and, you know, just sitting there going about, and he's like, he's like, why the fuck am I supposed to, why am I sleeping in this room with all these assholes? Well, whatever, I'm here now. So, <laughs> so, so sure enough, so I guess, I guess I'll sleep at the foot. He's like, this makes sense to me. And he just goes yeah, about it and like, just, like, curls I up. I can just imagine his drunk thoughts, and he's like, oh, man. Fuck! I gotta lay next to this ball guy. Barry Russell. Fuck it, I mix him up all the time. <laughs> I mean, he like lays down and just like wallows it. Give me these covers; they're mine now. Yeah, dude, that, that oh. dude just drank so fucking hard. Oh yeah, it was a good time though. We had a great time with that. And it, it and I, I told him like Mike. Mike was just so stressed out, man. He was just stressing out the whole fucking time. He was stressing out. Okay, I, I get it. You know, you can be stressed for your wedding. You know, it's a big day. Oh yeah, yeah. He he was being pissy during our photos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, me and Barry's over there just cracking up, having a good time, you know? Yeah, like, one should. It's a wedding. It should be a happy thing. And, and I was like, can y'all just take this seriously? And I was like, <laughs> Dude, can, you, can, you just, can you just take standing still in a line next to four yeah. other guys seriously, like, please? And then like, can, can y'all look very happy in the photos? Like, we're all so having conversations without actually having them. They, <laughs> they were all groomsmen. I was the DJ, so I wasn't a groomsman. I didn't have to spend money on the tux. But it's funny, because he's lecturing them. Guys, you need to take this seriously. I mean, look at Russell, and he looks over there, and I've got my pit vipers on, <laughs> just vibing, head nodding during the fucking walk Just walk-up. reading just terrible sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be more like that guy. Be more like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> With his fucking pit. Well, it was funny. It was just like, you know, 
It's like we're over here like happy having a good time, and then we're supposed to fake being happy having a good time. Yeah, yeah. So we were like making jokes. And so like, yeah, we're supposed to like walk slowly, like like kind of stagger, like walk forward towards the camera. You know, they're supposed to take like an action shot of us, you know, uh, giggling and goofing and all that stuff like that. Which I think those types of photos are just like pedantic. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't think they're going to turn out. But no, I think they'll look ter- pretty good, but I remember I was just like, it's like, and and pretend like you're laughing and you know, and just goof off and I'm standing next to Barry. It's like, it's like, don't stand next to me, you bald bitch, and all this other <laughs> stuff like that, and just like saying just like fucked up shit to him, and we see start saying fucked up shit, and we're like busting out laughing. So it turned out to be a legit photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it worked out for us. Laughing. And so another funny part is, you know, obviously they're fil- they're getting all this filmed <laughs> like most people do. And um, they're filming the walkout and everybody's sitting in chairs, everybody's out of the camera, whatever. Well, I have a feeling when you go to watch that wedding tape, I'm the only guy standing up toward the center back of the walkway, <laughs> standing there with pit vipers beside a speaker with a phone, queuing this shit up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm sitting there vibing, and uh, it's just funny, I imagine the camera zooming around and see all this like beautiful, elegant people, and then you just see a guy with the pit, pits on, <laughs> head nodding, like, yeah. I tell you what, dude, Russell, if Russell didn't have friends like us, like us, he would dress so terribly. Yeah. You know why? This dude does not how to know how to operate a fucking iron. And so, like, the whole, like... You gonna dime me out in front of our listeners, man? Yeah, I am. Dude, every time we go anywhere with you, man, I always gotta iron your shit. I'm <laughs> fucking annoying. Dude, yeah, like, y'all ain't gotta call me out here for everybody. This is personal shit. It's fucking right easy, dude. You know, like, ironing is easy, dude. I didn't know how to do it for the longest time, so I used to iron my shit. Yeah, it's like, but he graduated, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was like, I, I got a real job one time, and I, like, need to iron my shit, so I learned how to do it. Because I realized people was doing it hey, wasn't doing hey, a good stop, job. stop sunning me in front of our audience <laughs> right now. Yeah, well, because he's over there like, I'm like his fucking mom over here. Like, I'm like, we're getting ready for the wedding. He's like, hey, man, can you iron my stuff? I was like, well, I got to iron my stuff. And he's all like, dude, just, just iron mine while you're there. I don't know how to do it. I was like, Russell, just you just put the iron on top of it and go back and forth. Like, it's not that fucking hard of a process. So he shows up to the reception dinner. Uh, the re- yeah, you know, the, the rehearsal dinner the, the day before. Wrinkled. Wrinkled as fuck, man. Dude, like, just so you like, had it like balled oh, up in a knot. Cold like, scrot wrinkled, man. <laughs> yeah, cold, looked like a cold scrot. Yeah, it looked, like, it looked like he tied up a shirt to get it tie dyed, but just didn't like tie dye. Just untied like the webbing and everything, just let it roll. This like, is just too much work. Yeah, because like, I don't have time for this. And so, like, I'm standing there, like, ironing his shit, like his mom or whatever. And then, like, I iron like one or two pant legs. I'm like, all right, you see what I did there? Now you get to fucking work, you know? It's like, no, man, I can't. I was like, no, nah, you're doing it. And I just like left him. Well, it seems like I should have learned this as a kid. Speaking of kids, how about a word from our sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> wow, kids are just so lazy today. If only I could teach my kid the value of hard work and an honest living. That's where we come in. Brat Snatchers is the world's first work recruiting program for those under age 11. We'll show up, throw your precious gift in the van, and put them to work at one of our state-of-the-art shrimping boats. That's right, we'll take them 100 miles out to avoid the legal ramifications and let them pick shrimp to their heart's content. In six weeks, you won't even recognize them. Discipline, calluses, and one heck of a suntan. Brat snatchers. <laughs> one hell of a chain smoker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, my God. Coming back soon, all your Marlboro Red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That was when I wanted to really get to. That one was going to be the, that was going to divide the crowd. You know, that was going to be like, hmm. Yeah, it's like out that, out the, out that far, man. That's fucking captain's law at that point. Yeah. Maritime law, dude. Mm-hmm. Child labor doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. And so that's a good time. But I don't know. Well, either way, besides the point, the wedding was a great time, you know, with, with everything, you know, Russell being terrible at ironing, Wesson not being able to hold his liquor, you know, Barry Me being just, able to hold yeah. mo- um, massive amounts of liquor, like I usually do. Yeah, Barry was drinking as hard as Weston was, and it was fine. 
Well, it's just like, it's funny because like I said, Weston, you know, he doesn't do it often. I haven't seen Weston hammered, but a few times. And usually when Easter. he's hammered, <laughs> on Easter. you know. Oh, on Easter, yeah. Let, let me tell you shout. something. Nothing is funnier than watching Weston get super hammered get super rhythmic and loose and start doing some karaoke afro man that is 100 yeah. he he'll start hitting palmdale he, he's not even looking at the words hitting every word note for note i'm like dude this guy yeah he's like, eyes closed yeah. And yeah dancing and shit yeah it, just it, throwing it, his belly around it, it's a good time man <laughs> a good time. but right. I, I, speaking of which so you know what i'm gonna go ahead and do it guys if you're looking for a good time a dj you want me to come show up at your wedding and crash it Invite the boys, man. We'll show up. Cover some gas food. Where we can negotiate, don't matter. But if you want us to come crash your wedding with some fun sponsors and a good time, hit us up, man. Oh, speaking of that, uh, go ahead and read that uh, that thing that uh, Gandhi Gaiman sent us. Yeah. So um, while while I'm doing that, um, well, can you search you know YouTube or search the Facebook or whatever? No, get on your phone, search it. Oh, so while God. while uh, Spencer is searching for that, I'm gonna go ahead and read another word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> He's got so many of these. Right. And he wrote all these like the like a day or so before yeah. the wedding. Are you sick of those hippie environmentalists and their organic farm? How dare they give their chickens their own bed? Does that <laughs> cow seriously need a massage before it's slaughtered? Who really runs the FDA? <laughs> We're here to make a stand. At scared slaughterhouses, we put the fear of God into every animal before it meets its maker. There's no therapy for your hogs here. Instead, we'll blindfold them, keep it awake, and play loud music 36 hours before slaughter. It's this loud fear and adrenaline that makes the bacon that much more sweet and savory. Scared <laughs> slaughterhouses make meat manly again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I want, that one was going to divide the yeah, house yeah, a that, That's a mean one right yeah. there. I like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, we don't really have any uh, big emails to read, but since in, in the whole nature of... Um, uh, you know, kind of the content of this podcast being about Michael's wedding and everything like that. Our good buddy uh, that wrote us uh, once before, Gandhi Gaming is his name. He has his own Twitch and everything like that. Check him out, homie. Yeah, he ended up writing us this uh, nice little email. He said, what's up, guys? Love the last episode, and I emailed y'all under my gaming email. I'm Gandhi underscore gaming. Just wanted to pop in and say what's up. I will be talking about y'all's podcast on my next live stream because of y'all's last episode. I'm getting married on Saturday, which I guess he got married the he ended up getting I guess he got married about the same day of uh, as Michael did. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, my man. Um, I'm getting married on Saturday, and some of the stories are just too funny, but thank you again for all the great content. Y'all look nothing like I thought y'all did. So I guess he went on our, our Facebook and uh yeah, and check us out. And check yeah. us out. So well, that was cool. I'm be honest, man. You know, I'm a guy who could realize things. I, I can be, I can, <laughs> yeah. be, I can be honest here. If you hear my voice, you you probably think I'm missing a tooth or two, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's all right. I'm not here to judge, but you probably picture 115 pound, dirty white wife beater, missing teeth. And at age 13, you would have been did, correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was to say, was like back then, man, dude, you, that that was 100. Yes, he was all, and he would like brag to me about his wife beater. I remember that. It's like, nah, dude, wife beaters is the way to go. They show you. I, I do. I wore wife beaters up until I was probably 17, 18. Yeah, well, me too. Well, here's the deal, man. I grew up in. But I don't wear the white ones. I wear the like, black and gray ones. Yeah, so he did classy. too. He, he wore the black and gray ones black too. Black and gray. Well, here's yeah. the deal. You had, a, I, you had a couple white ones, yeah, but that wasn't the move. That was an old man. All right, if you were cool, you were walking gray or black or like a dark navy that looked black. So here's if you're a real street walker. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so here's the deal, man. I used to get made fun of by, you know, some friends. Some friends thought it was cool, but I grew up in an environment in a trailer park full of a bunch of gang members, right, that sold methamphetamines, robbed houses. And <laughs> those dudes wore black wife beaters, cargo shorts, and some fresh-ass sneakers. And that's how I dressed. And those, were, those, were his, uh, those were his idols at that point. You know, that's and, who and he that's, looked up to. Those were the people that... who I dressed that, like, and people yeah. would have shit on me. I'm going to be like that guy. I remember uh, I was at a party one time. I'm not going to say He comes and girl. goes as he pleases. He's always got energy. You know, there's, he must be living life all right. One chick went to high school. I'm not gonna say her name. Not gonna say her fucking name. All right. And anyway, gotta, gotta, gotta hit the the Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill Burr. Like I, I was back raging. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I started to yell more, and I, I realized it sounds mean on the mic. That's why he does that, by the way. It breaks your ears. But anyway, oh, yeah, I know, lady. Yeah, that's yeah. Why he does that. <laughs> so anyway. This fucking girl comes up to me at a party one time. I can't remember the, sh- the thing, but th- I was still kind of feeling the effects from my upbringing. So I'm wearing cargo shorts and fresh sneakers and like a Monster Energy drink shirt. And it looks like one of those, <laughs> but not just any old Monster Energy drink shirt. It's like one's like one of the Fox racing ones, Scout kind of logos, whatever. So I'm wearing it. As long as you weren't wearing a tap out shirt, I think it, you're okay. Yeah, I think you're okay. Like, old tap out shirt. Yeah, 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 I know. And you're a fucking tool. Yeah. So anyway, you're a fucking tool. <laughs> you're shit, a fucking tool. This shit comes up to me. In, yeah, in private, like, this oh. is this is how you know she really wanted to um, die, let her opinion be known. She didn't make fun of my style in front of a bunch of people to like you know shit on Russell. You know she pulls me to the side. <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like, look, I'll be honest with you. These cargo pants, these long Nike socks, the Jays, the whole monster thing. I'm just not feeling it. And I was like, who the fuck is this chick? Like, I'm like, who, who are you right now? You're like fucking four foot eleven. I can boot you across this motherfucking party right and that, now. That would fit your fucking description. At the end of the day, she still won. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you did that. Yeah, yeah because one, um, you know, she helped you out in the long run. And one, she didn't have sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's definitely a winner. It's just, so, it just so funny how she like lets me know like, hey, I'm, I'm just getting There's some of that pulling you to the side yeah, type yeah, thing. You yeah, know, it's, it's like, like hey, it's man. like a teacher that pulls you out the classroom, which I had quite a bit of in my day. P- p- teacher pulling me outside. Look, you're being really distracting. All right, you're throwing spitballs up on the ceiling. I remember one time as a kid, uh, it was like either fourth or fifth grade. I got sent out of the class. I was farting too much. <laughs> it was making all like the girls and stuff like really uncomfortable but i was like i don't know what happened when dude, I you make all you dude, no matter where you go you man you make girls uncomfortable yeah that means it's mainly your demeanor yeah that's yeah, yeah, probably it and your personality yeah. well just everything about me yeah yeah just how creepy you are and just like yeah something about you man I, okay I was, I was waiting on something there. It, it didn't come just, up. just not being just but both me and the listeners were depo- disappointed by that retort yeah you know, but, and, and here's, here's one more thing here's one more thing you know we ain't got uh too much long on this podcast but i do want to address this there was a uh quite a f- funny ex- experience i had in exchange with a lady so when i'm djing right had this lady come up there and uh this this is when you're the bad guy. So I'm a married man. I have no intention on cheating on my wife, but you know, just letting people know. But it was funny because I got put in a situation where I have to be lay the law down and almost come off aggressively. So I'm sitting there DJing, and this is the, one of those times. It's like very awkward, and you don't kind of know what to say as a single man. You know what you'd say, but you're not. You know. So I'm sitting there doing my thing, and this girl comes up. She's like, "Hey, you know my ex boyfriend was a DJ," and I was like, "Ah." Here we go. Now I'm going to be the bag. And my wife's going to be looking at me like, why is this girl hitting on you? You know what I'm saying? It's a very awkward situation. And um, 
Anyway, and that's that. That's that. Okay. I'm getting too much. Dude, that was a really good story, man. Dude, now, if only you could have told it in more detail. I didn't want to because if I describe <laughs> the uh, situation, I'm going to end up doxing this poor girl because she stands out in a crowd, say the least. So <laughs> over a crowd, she stands over a crowd. She's tall as fuck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man! But, but anyway. Well, I guess this has been the Rusty Chatters podcast, and we appreciate you guys coming to listen. Remember to send us some emails uh, at, the, at rustychatters at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, we de- definitely need some emails, guys. Yeah, we need um, some, yeah, some emails. No, don't beg. Makes you look inferior. I said definitely need some emails. I'm fucking begging you. That sounds like cool. begging to me. Hey, fuck you, man. Hey, fuck, your haircut. You. Hey, fuck you, man. You look like shit. Dude, you look like shit. Look dude. how wrinkly your shirt is. We look the same, man. You got <laughs> some shit with him, you got shit with me. Dude, <laughs> All right, man, dude, me and Russell whoop your fucking ass. Yeah, dude. All right, so anyway, guys, check us out at. If uh, I beat your ass, I'll be doing you a service. Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all the social medias. You know the fucking social medias. Do we have to plug it? Yes, because you guys are incompetent. You can't press the click and follow button. All right, so I'm going to say it again Spotify, iTunes. Make it happen, people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.